Welcome to the Homegrown Remix Podcast. We will be tackling the tough questions that eat at your faith. Throughout the year, four students will dissect, discuss, and comment on each week's topic. And now, please welcome our host of Crossroads Farm. All right, this is uh, Pastor Joe, Ministry Director here at The Lanes in Kalkaska. Excited uh, to do this week's podcast uh, about the lesson, uh, what it means to follow Jesus and bring others with us. I got four amazing students with me. They're going to go around the room real quick, tell you their first name and their grade. Hi, I'm David Schwartz, and I'm in 8th grade. I'm Faith Gaynor, and I'm in 12th grade. I'm Trey Bromley, and I am in 9th grade. I'm Paige King, and I am in uh, ninth grade. All right, so here we go. Uh, first question, um, what was the last thing that you remember being invited to? The murder mystery. Murder mystery, okay, a week ago, awesome. Uh, can I also say murder mystery? You can, I mean, if that was the last thing you were invited to, please. Yeah. <laughs> Good, someone else, doesn't matter, anyone can jump in. Um, school. You were invited. I had uh, actually went to a new school recently, that's why I said that. Nice. I was invited to a haunted trail last night. Okay. Yeah, it's Halloween. There's a theme there. Some would say school's kind of haunted too, but I don't know. All right. Um, So um, how do you feel when you are invited to something that's really cool or really fun? Like, how does that make you feel? Um, Kind of nervous. Nervous? Considering I have ADHD and all. Okay, good. Mm, Yeah, I'm also kind of nervous, but also really excited. My social anxiety flares up, but I also have a really, like, a really good time. Okay, awesome. I, I get excited. I mean, it makes me feel like people want me to be there, you know? It's always a good feeling. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that, that's really interesting uh, what you said there is, like, it makes you feel good that somebody wants you to be there. And Paige, I like what you said. You said, yeah, my social anxiety flares up, but then I have a good time. And uh, David, I think you had a pretty good time at the murder mystery, didn't you? Even though maybe you're wrestling with some of the ADHD or something. Yeah, I also have social anxiety like Paige, so I didn't really go into the concert. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, it, it is funny how, like, when you get invited to something cool, like, it just makes you feel good that somebody wants you there, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so let's ask, here's the other side of it, is how do you feel when you're not invited to something that you wish you had been invited to? I feel, like, really depressed. Okay. It is kind of sad, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I actually kind start of, crying sometimes. Okay. Kind of hurt. It's upsetting because sometimes you've wanted to go there for a while now. Okay. Um, it's sad, but I usually get over it. Okay. Because it kind of makes you feel a little forgotten. No. If, if most people you know are going and it's something you know you knew about yeah, and definitely well, it's, about it's and different no if, mentions it to you like, and you just kind of feel forgotten it's different if like all of your friends are going and you're the and only didn't... one who doesn't get yeah. invited oh yeah so like they're all talking about it later and you're like oh I didn't get to go yeah mm-hmm. okay okay so let, let, let me ask you this um, I'm, I'm going away from our discussion questions for a second here can you think of a time when you weren't invited and you were pretty bummed about it. Like, can you think of a time like that? See, um, I wanted to go to a Lindsey Sterling concert because I love her music. Yes. Oh my gosh. But yes. I was too young. Oh, that doesn't Being feel good. Being too young does can it? ruin everything. I felt <laughs> so hurt. I cried myself to sleep that night. No. Because I love the violin and the beautiful music <clears throat> it plays. That's awesome. That's a good story. Um, like, all the time during, like... End of the school year and 
pretty much all throughout the summer when I was like working and stuff, my friends would all get together and hang out just randomly. And then I would, and then they would tell me about it later. And then I would, and I would be like, well, why didn't I get to go? And they'd be like, well, we knew you wouldn't be able to. Just like fair, but also just sad. ask. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that makes yeah. you feel hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Can anyone else? I can't remember a time. Okay. I've actually never really been forgotten. But yeah, good. Once I did actually get forgotten. I think it was like when I was in first grade. There was this field trip I wanted to go on, and I couldn't. Oh. So I I do remember a time in high school when a bunch of my friends got together, and it was kind of like they all thought somebody told me, but no one told me. (laughs) And they they had a great time, and the next day, uh, I I saw them at youth group, and they were like, hey, how come you were there last night? I was like, where? And then they're all talking. I mean, like they had a blast, and they hung out late, and it was during the summer. It was a ton of fun. They're at the lake. They're doing all these great things. I, I, I was, like, really hurt because... You know, sometimes you think someone did it maliciously, like it wasn't an accident that they forgot you. You're like, oh, those jerks. <laughs> so let, let, let's shift this conversation a little bit. Like we're talking about the way we feel when we're invited or not invited. Uh, you, you guys, um, so you, you're here because I know you and I know your stories a little more. And um, who was the first person who invited you to hear about Jesus? Right. Who was the first person that said, hey, you need to come to church or... Uh, and m- maybe outside of your families, like maybe, m- you know, maybe not immediately in your home, but was there someone else that reached out to you? Mom Okay. Good. One of our volunteers she, here. For as long as I can remember, I guess I've just always been going to church. Okay. So I've always kind of been a believer. Yeah. 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 Um, my parents are Christians and um, I was raised in a Christian home, so I've always kind of known. Yeah, that's great. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I've grown up in a Christian home as well. Um, I always, you know, would go to church and stuff. Now, that doesn't mean necessarily that I believed everything or that I was really into it. Which, I mean, I mean, I haven't really struggled a whole lot with belief because I mean, I believe it. I believe, you know, most of the stories that I hear is just. I guess one of the um, the biggest things that happened in my life that really made me think was when I went to the, our first uh, winter retreat here when we went in the, um, uh, Leo spoke. That was one of the most impactful nights. That, that's what really got me thinking. So that was, that was impactful. Okay, so that's, that's awesome. That, that was my follow-up question. So can you think of a night, uh, in, like Trey just described, where the, the story of God and his love for you really connected? Like, where were you? Like, you were invited to a winter retreat, and that happened there. Where were you when, when a night that was really impactful to your faith? Actually, the first time I came here to Crossroads, I was really down on my faith because my grandma had died a few years prior, and I was actually beginning to lose faith in God. But once I got invited to Crossroads and I came here, I started realizing something. I need to go back to church. I need to get my faith back up. I need to start reading the Bible. And all that just started, like, escalating to what I am now. And I'm trying to my best to keep up with God and the Word. That's awesome, Paige. Thank you. One night I lost it to depression, and I kind of just sunk down from there. And like Paige said, I just kind of figured out I had to start believing again yeah good 
for me, it was, I've had quite a few nights like that. It was just, um, at one of my darkest times, or many of my darkest times, where it was just, where it, like, it really hit me. Like, I've always claimed to be a Christian, and I've always, like, believed in God, and I've, um, I remember a lot of nights where, um, like, what he actually did for me really hit yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. <clears throat> I, I think part of the the theme of this is whether you were invited because your family brought you in to participate, because a volunteer brought you, someone wanted to make sure you came to a special event, you've heard this message and it's it's impacted your life. And you've talked about anxiety and ADHD and depression and doubt and how the invitation to Jesus has helped you guys in all of that. So last question tonight, what would you say to someone, uh, or maybe real specifically, yeah, what what would you say to someone who doesn't know Jesus, but, but, but should meet him? Like, how would you invite someone into this relationship the way you've been brought in? How would you invite someone to this? Well, I would ask them first if they knew Jesus. I am not going to just go around and like, <laughs> think that, oh, that person looks like they don't know Jesus. Um, I'm going to ask them if they want to know about Jesus, if they don't. And if they say no, then I'm going to walk away. But if they say that they do want to know about him, I will actually sit down and try to tell them a little bit about the scripture and probably uh, read a bit from the Bible to them. Awesome. Is it, is it like, it's different if someone like knows about him, but doesn't like believe in him. So let's talk about that person. Let's say someone is aware of God, but hasn't put their faith in them. How would you invite them to know more about God? I'd probably invite them to Crossroads Farm because it, it's just presented in a whole different way than I could. It's, it's a great tool to have, isn't it? Like to know yeah. if you're not sure where to start, you can bring them to church or to Crossroads yeah. Farm where they're going to hear about That's Jesus. Right. A lot of people in my school know of God, but they don't believe in him. They don't think that they need him. So, um, really just trying to show them, like, how special and amazing it is to be in a relationship with him is just, um, it's, it's tricky. Yeah, that, that, that's a great answer, Faith. I love what you said. A lot of people know about him, but they don't know him. I can be a bit overbearing sometimes. So, I can pester someone about um, <laughs> about Jesus, and um, in the end, they usually like push me away because I can be a bit too overbearing. <laughs> but sometimes it works out, and I can get the person to go to church. <laughs> so sometimes it's probably about relationship. Like if people know you, they're not going to be real bothered that you're pestering them about something that you think is pretty important. <laughs> That's actually like very that. understandable. <laughs> Trey, what about you? So. No, like, before I came here, I probably wouldn't have an answer to that question because I really don't know. I mean, this is definitely a good place where I could have people start because this is where they can finally hear something a lot better than I would explain it. Um, they would hear it somewhere from, like, you. Um, I actually recently basically had someone tell me, I want you to prove to me that God is real. I want you to give me the evidence. I've, I've, had, I've had to deal with the argument of, like, between evolution and creation lately. Um... And I invited them to the murder mystery. They did not show up, um, but I still want to continue to try. It's just because coming here, I think, is the first and easiest way to get them to hear something. 
and yeah. that isn't straight from me, so like uh, you know, an adult, someone who they might be more prone to listen to. So. Yeah, you guys, thank you for your time tonight. And uh, it's something crazy to think about how an invitation can transform someone's life. And uh, you guys have, you guys have definitely, I've seen that in your lives, and I hear you sharing that. Uh, the willingness to take a risk. And uh, that's what Jesus calls us to, right? Follow him, take a risk, bring someone with you. So thank you guys. Crossroads Farm is happy to share coffee joy with you through the delicious rich roast coffee. You can order yours by contacting the CRF office at crossroadsfarm.org. And contact us to learn about our innovative ministry curriculum, The Arms of a Servant Leader, a four-year strategic discipleship training resource. Follow us on Facebook at Crossroads Farm, Crossroads Farm Northwest, and Crossroads Farm RCI. Also on Insta and Twitter.